Here's a, how they describe the, the vehicle they're trying to sell. All right. I'm in. Zombie Acopolypse Assault Vehicle and Troop <laughs> Transport. Jeez. This full-sized armored zombie... It sounds like he's trying to... It sounds like he's learning how to read. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's good. It's good, Craig. Good. <laughs> well, not to be outdone, uh, Rick had some problems with the trivia question this week. So the question was... Who's the last foreigner to win the U.S. Open? You have to go all the way back to 2006. Jeff, Jeff Ogilvie from Australia won, beating uh, Phil Mickelson. Who won the U.S. Open last year? Justin Rose? No. Wasn't it Martin Keimer? Yeah, it kind of was. Perry Lindsay, well done. All right, Perry Lindsay, since uh, I'm an idiot. I wonder where I got this. I don't know. That's Idiot. my bad. Yeah, that is on me. So, yeah, Martin Keimer won last year. <laughs> and I want to thank Justin Rose. Justin won. Rose won in 2013. 20 years before. <laughs> and then Rory won in 11. Nice. <laughs> Graham McDowell in 10. Okay, keep going. Uh, Cabrera in 7. Perfect. And then uh, Ogilvy in 06. Damn it. <laughs> 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 That's what I get for reading and not paying any attention to uh, five other foreign players had won since 2006. Okay, first observation it sounds like this was recorded while they were off the air. Yeah. There's no sense of broadcast urgency <laughs> or passion in what you're saying going on with Rick Arnett just kind of talking and. Uh, Second observation, I know we all make mistakes, but they do one show a week, and it is only on golf, and Rick didn't know who won the U.S. Open last year. That's yeah. their specialty is they golf. For the Coyote golf magazine. Yeah. Maybe, maybe whatever virus has chewed through Craig Rosengarten's brain has been, has been transmitted to, to Rick now. Do you think he also has the laugh of a coyote? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> He learned, I, I don't know, that's a hyena. All right, so there's your T-Box uh, combo. He was looking at a, at a Snoopy cartoon at the time. He wasn't even laughing at Rick. He was, he was laughing, laughing at some of his coloring books. <laughs> I guess there are certain limits to me. I don't care what PETA thinks. Do I look fat in this? Why do you hate money? I love money. I like money. That's one flawed guy. A lot. You start remembering stuff. Oh, my gosh. What the heck was I thinking? Hey, good morning. It is the Tea box I'm Rick Arnett. That's Craig Rosengarten. We're with Avid Golfer Magazine. The new issue will be out uh, early next week. Stay tuned for that. We're also with Ideal Golfer and now Golf Moose. We recently merged with them. We've got a couple deals up. OSD Ranch out near Weatherford. Fun course. And Crush It is a uh, um, sports simulator indoors. You really like it out there. I do. It's really good. And so they're up. And then next week we have a big one coming up on Monday. So check that out at Ideal Golfer and Golf Moose. We're at the greatness of Crest Cars today. 
and that is right off uh, 121 and the tollway. And uh, we're getting an extra bump here, so we always enjoy coming out here. And they have Infinity, they have Cadillac, they have um, Volvo. And, uh, and a host of pre-owns. Host of pre-owns, and they just got seven new Escalades in. And they're, no way. Yeah, they just came off the truck. So well, if you're thing. looking at that, yeah, I would jump on right it. Right now, when you're talking about getting a deal for a car, there aren't a lot of deals for a car. It's, can you get a car? Yeah. And if you've been looking for one of those brand new Escalades, I've had friends who've had who've had Escalades on order for six months or longer. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be one of the first seven people to get the hell in here, yeah, or buy yourself an Escalade. Yes. Or uh, that really, really pretty car right there. What is that? that the gray one yes that's a, a q60 that's the two-door that's pretty it is pretty and they got the red brake calipers which i think is a real nice touch look at the, the color of the interior is really mm-hmm. it's kind of a smart. reddish dark red it's very sporty and they have one qx55 left that's more like burgundy isn't it yeah maybe. it's really nice yeah very cool that might and, be in the market and yeah. Volvo, you could get a XC90 for a mere six seventy nine a month. That's their big uh, SUV, very popular. And you can get an XC40 for five twenty nine a month. So there you go. All here. What about the XC60, the Eli car? Uh, that's five forty nine a month. Yeah, there you go. So pretty good prices, even during now, even during the the dearth of uh, inventory. And it's when you go out to these car dealers, although. They're all making pretty good money. It's pretty amazing. Even manufacturers have cut back inventory because they realize they can save on staff and mm-hmm. and all that, and they're they're making just as much profit because nobody's discounting. So if you need a car, come on out. All right. Uh, it's also brought to you by the greatness by the way, of— you, you, might, you also may get way more for your trade-in than you think you will. Yeah, yeah they'll buy out your leases, too. Yeah, and they'll they'll lease. Get, and you'll make money on it. it. Now you have to buy another car, typically, unless you got another one sitting around. Yeah, but, uh, you got a bike. Yeah, why not? Or moped or scooter or, <laughs> <laughs> or skateboard. <laughs> you know, there's really only four industries that have thrived during uh, the pandemic. Online purchases, mm-hmm. online streaming, mm-hmm. cycling stores. They have like a three-year backup on getting a bike mm. because it's outdoors. And it coincide with that, golf. Golf is killing it. Well, I'll say online, online porn is probably doing pretty well, too. I don't think that ever has a downtime. <laughs> I think that's – I don't think it's pandemic or anything. I think that's just a constant. I think I read one day that 30% 30% of all Internet traffic is porn. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. I Pornhub too much. <laughs> uh, today is October 2nd. It's also brought to you by the Greatness PGA Tour Superstores, four yep. stores in the Metroplex. The newest one in Arlington. We're right down the street from the one in Preston, the um, the most revenue store in their chain around the country. The most and revenue news, store. Yeah, the most they they have the most revenue by a lot. They do very well. By the way, you talk about a, a shortage. Good luck finding uh, shafts. Yes, it took so, me. Uh, Three months to get mine for my Srixons. I actually hybrids. ordered since we have accounts. I ordered for or I ordered for you, and I ordered for an, another house account for somebody else. You did. I can't get any golf clubs. The only ones that are around are at PGA Tour. Super you bought me Store. a golf club. Uh, well, no, the ones that you ordered. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, t- I waited uh, three months for these KBS shafts, 
So, uh, yeah, it, golf balls are hanging, but I would uh, I'd put a couple of dozen in your pocket. Or your stocking. Yeah, pre, that too. Pre-buy for your stocking because they may not be around stocking-wise. They still have the uh, $20 off your first 100 uh, You can just go to the uh, cashier at any PGA Tour Superstore here and uh, mention the tee box. You get 20 off your first 100 on a separate deal, 50 off your first 250 They got free bag fittings. Just go to the uh, online site and schedule your time. It's $150 value. You get that for free, and you get a half-hour uh, session. On Boom. One. It's awesome. So there you go. All right. We uh, welcome Kern here. Hello. The man, I'll tell you, no matter what, I've as Rick 2.0 is, is hopefully progressing and everything, when there's an issue that Kern has, he's right on it. Boom. He just... He just sidesteps it and comes up with another plan. So we're always in good hands with him, so we appreciate that. And back at the station, Jay King is back after a week off. What'd you do? Uh, I headed up to Stillwater last week to go watch the game. How was uh, how was football watching in Stillwater? Uh, the crowd, the stadium was full. It was great. They won and looking to do it again tonight against Baylor. Are you a, are you a big college football fan or just a... Oh no, big college football fan. I watch almost all the Big Twelve games. So uh, should I? Should, big one today. Should I be worried today? George is playing Arkansas. Yeah, uh, Arkansas yeah, is getting probably. eighteen and a half, and they're pretty good. Should. They're ranked eighth. I know, and should they have I a be really worried? good defense. I, I would probably Our quarterbacks be a bit. not playing. Yeah, I, I'd probably be I a, yeah, that's true. This stat correctly, it's that Georgia's off. Sorry, defense has allowed only one touchdown. Nope, offensively none. or. None has not, le- has not allowed a touchdown this year. Oh God! I think the other team had a touchdown, and it was a defensive touch or something. I don't know. I don't think we've allowed a touchdown for the year. We like I play for them, but right, well, you're you're an alumni, so there you go. Yeah. And Jonathan Dodd will be doing tickers twice an hour. Good morning, you, my friend. Good morning. There you go. All right. We'll uh, come back. We'll lay out the show. Big show today. A lot of stuff to unpackage, and we'll do all that next. From including a little Ryder Cup review and something uh, got some insight from Colin Morikawa on how the team interacted and what was going on there, and uh, we'll do all that next from Crest Cars here in Frisco. Happy to do it. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, the Tick. Eight seventeen on the ticket. T box out of Crest Cars today in Frisco, uh, the one twenty one in the Tollway, Volvo, Infinity, and Cadillac. Just got seven new Cadillacs in. Escalades. Escalades. What am I talking about? And uh, so if you were in the market for one of those, and a lot of people are, I would hop on it. All right. So as our resident expert, car analyzer, reviewer, give me, give me, give me the top reason we should buy a Cadillac Escalade. It's the most stately. It's the most luxurious. Uh, it's got every bell and whistle you'd ever imagine. They got these cool with OLED screens. The OLED is the new technology for uh, for screens for computers and TVs and everything, and it's all across the front dash. It's really, it's pretty nice. Really, and the interior is just uh, to die for. And you can shove a bunch of stuff in there. And uh, when you drive up in an Escalade, maybe like valet parking, everybody's kind of hmm, wonder who that is. Never know. So check it out. All right, let's lay out the show. Before we get to the Ryder Cup, uh, 8.30, we have, a, we have a leaderboard. We have a guy that did something that's never been done before overseas. 8.50, I was locked into the long drive contest yesterday, mostly because of Bryson DeChambeau. 
has some thoughts on that. Nine ten. Played golf yesterday. In fact, uh, this is how I'll give Club Corp their uh, their mention. We were up at Oakmont, up in Corinth. All right. Fun course. And uh, the staff, David Woods is the GM up there, and they went overboard for one particular reason, and we'll mention that at 910. So if you're up in that Corinth area and you're looking for something that's really reasonable, a uh, nice clubhouse, I would check them out. At, Hard uh, golf course. I didn't Challenge. find it. So, Challenge. Yeah. Well, you scrambled. Yep. And then at uh, 9.30, big caddy changes. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. And kind of touch base on next week's event because it's not – a lot of people said they were playing next week and they didn't sign up. For Vegas? Mm-hmm. Interesting. And then at 9.50, we mix with a country force, maybe one of the craziest bet payoffs that I've ever seen. And it had to oh, do with I the Ryder. Had to do with yeah. the Ryder Cup. So we'll talk about that then. First, let's uh, let's recap the Ryder Cup. It, it's hard for me to believe, maybe just because we're so busy with mergers and all this stuff, that the Ryder Cup was was just last week. I know. You know, and it's like it was a foregone conclusion. They win nineteen and nine. They blow them out. Um, I think one of the highlights on Sunday, uh, since there really was, they weren't going to lose. I mean, is uh, Scotty Scheffler beating up on John Rahm and doing it handily. I think he birdied six of his first seven holes, and that course is a monster. And he was dialed in, and I think he gave everybody an extra push. I thought the, I thought the highlight of Sunday was when Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka hugged it out at the end. Yeah, winning is a great deodorant. Yeah. You know, everybody gets along. And Let me write that down. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it really is. It's, uh, it, it covers up a lot of stuff. Um, Colin Morikawa uh, had something posted, uh, I think it was on Golf Digest, and he was talking about the interaction between the team and what he found out. This was his first Ryder Cup, and and uh, one of the things he said was uh, Dustin Johnson, he was paired with Dustin Johnson right. several times. He said they hardly ever talked. Yeah, just Dustin Johnson doesn't talk. He just said, so you know, like weird. he saunter up to Colin and he goes, Let's step on their throat, and that would be it. And if uh, one of the guys are playing, basically, you allowed to say that these days? Yeah, Uh, I think so. Well, you didn't say it out loud; you said it to him. And uh, where was I going? Sorry. Uh, But he said uh, when when whoever their opponents were hit a good shot, Dustin would say, "Hey, that's a really good shot." And then he goes to calling that that won't matter. We'll get him. You know that type of thing. He went five and zero. Been a long time since that's happened, and uh, and they also said he was the oldest guy on the team at thirty-seven. At thirty-seven, which is not good news for the Euros. No, because they're young. Because their guys are falling off. There's some olds that well, are. Well, that'll be Westwood's last one, probably. Probably Poulter. Probably Sergio's last one. Maybe, Poulter, more than likely. Poulter. Yeah, yeah. So all these guys that that just went crazy, they're going to have to find some young studs. They're all young studs on the yeah. on the American side. But he did say that Dustin Johnson held up his uh, <laughs> held up his side. But he says he easily outpartied all of us, maybe combined. <laughs> no way. Yeah, he's just that way. He says he's the ultimate athlete, and he can he can do that stuff to his body. And work it hard, even, play hard, baby. Yeah, he's, he was really impressed with both Bryson's work ethic. In fact, everybody was when they saw him, you know, grinding on the range and everything. I'll say we'll talk about more about Bryson at eight fifty with the long drive. 
He needs to keep a baseball cap on. For some reason, he just looks more likable to me. He looks more relatable. When he, nobody likes that hat that Ben Hogan had. I didn't like it when Payne Stewart wore it either. Well, that was I kind didn't of his... mind the knickers thing. Yeah. I, I thought that was a funny bit, but I never liked that hat. I don't, I don't see the purpose of the hat. Does it really Does it really give no. you any shade? No, it doesn't. It has no bill, yeah. right? But that's an old, maybe it's an ode to uh, Ben Hogan. He was really the only guy that wore one back in the day that mm-hmm. I can remember of, of well, note. He's the only one that Bryson wears now. Yep. Yeah. Said uh, Justin Thomas was, was the absolute spiritual leader of the team. You know, he was, and here's the interesting part. So Shane Lowry got mad at Patrick Cantley. By the way, Patrick Cantley did not wear a hat because he didn't like the way it fit. And you wear hats more than anybody I know. And if you're a golfer or I didn't understand the hoodie sometimes because it was windy out there. And if you're in your right. backswing and your hood right. flies around, I, I didn't understand that design. But a lot of guys wore them. But, uh, yeah, he, he wouldn't wear the hat because it made his head feel funny. So he says, heck with I, it. I will tell you, if you've noticed, I wear the same brand hat all the time. Yeah. Now. Yeah, once you like something, keep it's, it. It's, it's a good fitting hat, and that's why I wear it. And yeah. I wear a hat all the time, and I like these hats because it fits right. Yep. And I've struggled with that. And, uh, and so I get it. I get it. Yeah. And so uh, – so there was a uh, why did Rory say he didn't wear a hat or did he? He did wear a hat. There was somebody else who didn't wear one. Uh, Hovland. Hovland. And it may, might have been the same thing. I don't know. Um, but Shane Lowry was mad in the singles match. He lost four and two to Patrick Canley. But he was mad because as he was lining up his putt, for some reason Cantley was trying to raise the – the level of the crowd. He thought that wasn't bad for him. And at the end of the match. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and at the end of the match, Lowry gave him the most perfunctory just dap and said, I'm out of here. So I kind of like stuff like that. Builds up a little bit of rivalry. Yeah. I can't figure Cantley out. They say he's one of the most thoughtful people out there. And if you've read any of his uh, uh, interviews with the, with the media, he's really thoughtful. But he just uh, he goes. I won't talk about anything that I don't know. I'm not going to fly off the seat of my pants, as opposed to us. <laughs> we'll <laughs> do what that. we do for a living. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but overall, uh, you know, Scotty Scheffler was on the hard line this week. And, was he? Yeah, and he said it was the best. Also, it was on our cover this month. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, sir. And he said it was the greatest experience he'd ever had. And uh, I think when you're used to just dealing with yourself golf is maybe the most selfish game going maybe tennis you know anything that's not a team sport um and you have your own team around you you know your your therapist and your flexologist and whatever um it it gets you get really insulated so when you actually have to hit a shot and help out a teammate that's a totally different especially an alternate shot oh my god Might be the worst. Although right? I was surprised how well they played an alternate shot, as all of them, not just any, even the people who lost. Mm-hmm. I found that everybody played really well in alternate shot, way better than on any other shot who's would have tried. I, you, you know what I'm saying? It was okay. Let's see some wheels off stuff here, and you just didn't. Yeah. So, all in all, it was it was good. I I, I just like more intrigue. Excuse me. And there wasn't a whole lot uh, after day two. No. And in, unless you were going to just wait for an incredible uh, cratering of the U.S. team, um, it wasn't going to happen. Okay. And 
So you and I, our job is to play every single golf course in Dallas-Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. So we rank them and do whatever. And then we try to sprinkle things in next anywhere in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. So we haven't played nearly as much outside the state as we should. Right. Um, you know, we've got, a, we've got a nice little list, but it's not as long as it should be. Where's that golf course rank in your must plays? Looks like an ass kicker. I don't know if I want. I don't know if I want to be beaten up like that. I, I'm not one. There's guys in the media that they have a bucket list and they check boxes as much as they can. That's yeah. kind of their. Well, it's a benefit to being in the business, right? Yeah. And if you can do it, uh, more power to you. I think Eli's got that in him a, a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. I mean, so so did our runs the magazine. So, so did our previous editor Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. You know, and our one in between, Travis could care less. Yeah, and I'm kind of probably in the middle somewhere. There's certain courses I would die to play Augusta, die to play Cypress Point. Yeah, for me it's Pine Valley. Pine Valley, maybe. I, I don't know. Um, a lot of people want to go to Pinehurst, but here's the deal. What's the one in Florida? Seminole. Yeah, but I don't want to play courses that kill me. No. You know, it's just I want to enjoy myself. I don't want to say, yeah, I played uh, Augusta, but shot a hundred. You know, that's no fun. Then it's just like I a think slog. There's a, I think the thing about a, an Augusta is the history on it, too. It's like, yeah. Well, yeah, God, I've seen it. A, and it's a difference when I got to, swing. got to walk with uh, Todd Hamilton that one time in a practice round. Uh, you appreciate the, the hilliness of it and how fast the greens are and where you got to hit it versus where the ball is going to end. And I, mm-hmm. I get all that. And TV doesn't do any of that justice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to play just because I'm, I'm familiar with it. And it's kind of. Right. You know, if you can break a certain score or keep within X amount of your handicap. Now, you play from the members' tees, which is like 700, 800 yards shorter than the pros. By the way, one other thing that you just brought it up. We had one little local tie that happened. I'm surprised you didn't try to get him on this week. But Brooks Kepko was looking for a a drop. Ah. On a – I was – I just lost track. Uh, David Price was the was one of the officials. The first one. Yeah. I and thought he, he was the second one. He was the first. Okay. So he had a ball in the bushes or some kind of gorse or whatever they have out there. And he took – he not only didn't like David Price's ruling, he wanted another ruling. So he called the European. And the European guy said Brooks, the same thing. Said, yeah, I don't see anything here. And, and then Brooks says to was, both of them, he says – if I break my wrist on this shot, this is on F and U. And it's kind of like, come on, man. That was a, I, that lost a little respect for him there. Yeah. I yeah. did. I would agree I like, with that. Man, give me a break. I really like him. I really do. I find him to be like that. One of the, that was a little off. I wanted to add. I, be interesting. Dave, uh, if, if you don't know, David Price used to be the uh, director of golf out at uh, Bentry for uh-huh. years. And he's been a, uh, an official on almost every major yeah. and all that stuff. He's he was the one really who called, it, the last time at Whistling Straits, he called the penalty on uh, Dustin Johnson when he grounded his club. Yes, tonight. he did. Uh, a thousand bunkers out there, by the way. Yeah. A thousand. So, yeah. Anyway, I'm surprised you didn't bring that up. But. So, anyway, and I'm glad you did. Um, it was good. I mean, I think what's what's nice about this, Craig, is – um, now the Europeans have enjoyed a really nice run. Yeah. Now they're going to probably have to get a task force so, uh, and figure it all out. So I will, and I've heard this, A, from you all the time, but I heard it from a couple of my friends the same thing. I said, they said, you know, I was kind of rooting for the Euros on Saturday just to make Sunday relevant mm-hmm. and because I really want to see something. You know what? I get. Here's the thing. We had one. Give us a route. Give us one. 
I, I understand the value of wanting to be close and watch things, but we had football on Sunday, so move on. It was nice to get her out. Mm-hmm. Let these kids, and I'll say kids because they're in their 20s, right? I'll still call them kids. Let these kids feel what it's like to win a Ryder Cup and the taste of victory mm-hmm. to say, I want to do it again. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to lose. I want to win again. It's kind of like the America's Cup when we were killing it in yacht racing. Yeah. it got boring because nobody. And then we lost, and all of a sudden everybody's eyes opened up because you get complacent. Yep. And I'm sure the Euros maybe got a little complacent. I think the other problem too was uh, with COVID, they didn't get nearly as many fans. It was so one sided, yeah. and and some of our fans got ugly. They started capping on some of the girlfriends and wives, and it just got uh, it got a little rough. Yeah. Corby and Bob, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sound, their time sounded awesome. Yeah. I mean, they, they were up above the first tee on, on uh, Friday, and they said it was just, it was the craziest spectacle ever, and, and you never, ever would have thought it would have been tied to golf. So, good stuff, and we'll do it again in two years, and, and uh, it'll be over overseas, I believe in Italy, and I heard that course is going to be the exact opposite of Whistling Straits. Long drivers will not be of benefit, and, you know, it's home course. So, there you go. All right, that was brought to you by the greatness of Arcus Golf. I was on a uh, on a Zoom call with their director of marketing, VP of marketing, Chris Crocker, this week, and they're going to have this cool event. It's called Rare. It's going to be out of uh, Bear Creek on November sixth. I believe you and I are going to be going. It's going to oh, be really? this full cool event. It's going to be fire everywhere. It's going to be chefs. It's going to be. It's just going to be an incredible deal, and they'll put that out fairly soon so you can actually uh, sign up online it looks it looks awesome so uh, be on the lookout for that it's their rare uh, event it'll be at Bear Creek on November By the way, 6th. I played five holes at Cowboys yesterday I've never seen that course in better shape awesome really 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 true that's good stuff all right up next as we uh, broadcast from Crest Cars in Frisco let's get into uh, the leaderboard somebody did something never done before and these leaderboard names and during this fall series, I scratched my head a little bit. And one guy, notable guy that you all know, didn't get through Q School. Interesting. But before we do all that, Craig, let's talk about the greatness of advancedplaster.com. I say this every week. Uh, Friday night, I'm kind of chilling, getting ready for the show. And I uh, bring out my laptop, and I'm in the backyard, and I'm looking at the, the pool and the lights. And just it's just such a cool vibe. And I remember what it looked like before. It looked like an 80s pool. It, looked, it was dated. It was tired. And JT came out, JT Pierce, and he gave me the lowdown on this is what will work. This is what won't. Don't get a water feature. Don't do this. And so he was saving money, saving money and improving all at the same time. If you were, if you knew that JT existed, would you have waited this long to fix that pool? No. No. But better late than never. Yeah. And I did it. And every time I go out there, it just gives me positive vibes each time. It's one of those deals that you just, it just reinforces the fact I'm this was cool. telling the P1s, don't wait as long as Rick did. Yeah, don't Make do that. Make your pool look awesome. And We're get spending you, more time at home these days and hitting the outside. Boy, get, I wish I had a pool. Get I'd yourself get on JT the schedule because it. um, <laughs> it's like everything else right now. He's busy. Yeah. So he'll fit you in, but now it's starting to get a little bit cooler, and he might have a little more time to give you a bid and everything. Anyway, so check it out. It's advancedplaster.com. So many good reasons to go there. I'm a perfect example. I've been tickled pink the entire time. So check it out. Tickled pink. Tickled pink. Advancedplaster.com. You'll be tickled pink, too. Woo-hoo. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket.
All right, the Texas Junior Golf Tour is continuing to bring in new golfers, ages 13, 18, 12 to 18. 12 to 18. People that want, kids that want to get a taste of what competitive golf is like, playing everything down, playing by the rules. Um, some people will gravitate towards it. Some kids might not. But it gives you a chance to get out there, get some sunshine. And, you know, if, you're, if you have a proclivity to it, you can uh, maybe get some college money because we're really good at doing that. We have some people that can hook you up with college coaches because they scout, right? TJGT.com. All right, 850. I was uh, had some downtime a little bit in the afternoon, so I was uh, watching the live YouTube feed of the long drive contest, the professional long drive Machine. contest. And uh, I did it mostly only because of Bryson DeChambeau, because it was a curiosity to me. I, he can hit the ball farther than anybody on the PGA Tour or any tour. But these are he's was going up against gorillas <clears throat> that were completely specialized in one thing. And some thoughts on that, so we'll talk about that in a little bit. But we do have a leaderboard because it is brought to you by the PGA Tour Superstores, one of our main sponsor on the show. And they're playing the Sanderson Farms Championship in Jackson, Mississippi. And a gentleman, Craig, that you uh, – you were seated near on a plane. Yeah. Shot out his personal best 61 right yesterday. Yep. Will Zalatoris, who said he was highly motivated by watching the Ryder Cup team because I'm sure, you know, if he gets his putter going, uh, he will be a force. He's already a force. But everybody seems like every, very few people outside of Tiger and these guys have a complete game. They got a hole somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I would say – that his is uh, is putting, and you know most guys with long putters are not the greatest putters in the world. That's why they go to it. But man, can that guy hit a golf ball? What? I I was thought you were gonna come oh, back with something. No, said, hey, no, he can hit a golf ball. He's yeah. he's he's a ball striking machine. Yep. Right. Yep. He's he's <laughs> really really good as a junior. Is really good now and. I, the fact that he has temporary membership, or I don't even know what kind of membership he has right now. I mean, he he won Rookie of the Year officially last year, even though he wasn't on tour. I don't even know how that works, but he's going to have a good year this year. I think he's going to. He's looking for his first win, and I think he might win multiples. And uh, This year? I think he might, yeah. Yeah, especially he'll probably play a lot. He's, he loves playing. I mean, he's single. He's got, you know, he can do whatever he wants. He's young. And I think uh, I think he was kind of uh, kind of getting antsy because he hadn't played in a while. Still, I would love for him to be to just kill it because he's a big, big, big fan of the ticket and more importantly of the tee box. Yeah, listens all the time. So, so here's yeah. the difference: he's first in strokes gained putting this week. And if he's going to do that, he's going to shoot a sixty. He's going to shoot a sixty-one. Yeah, yeah. So he's really good. He's uh, strokes gained total. He's first. So, <clears throat> I expect big things out of him. And the guy I didn't expect to see up at the leaderboard is Nick Watney, tied from first at 13 under. He's been AWOL. He was one of your favorites. He was. Early, earlier on. Big Nike guy. Mm-hmm. I remember, I can't remember where we were traveling. You, you were just locked in on him on some major. You had picked him to win a major. And you picked him to win a major. Tell you how, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Well, it happens. I, I, I bring this up countless times, is that... One, outside of uh, Tiger's 142 straight cuts, the fact Phil Mickelson was in the top 50 
for about 26 years. Might yep. be one of the most amazing performances of longevity, yeah. not losing it because of his swing, injury, disinterest, maybe personal problems, whatever. He, that, I think, is one of the best. And the other guy tied for the lead is Sa- Sahith Thigala. Hadn't heard of him much. He's a nice little birdie on the last hole. Yeah, he's gonna. You're gonna see a lot of these guys in this fall season. That your their recent uh, corn fairy graduates, maybe they come home for the Euro tour. You're gonna go who like who in the hell is Hayden Buckley? Never heard of him. Usually, I have a pretty good sense. I say, oh yeah, I've heard of that guy. By the way, though, a lot of them aren't getting in yet. Just because you've got your your tour card because you made it in the KFT finals doesn't mean you're. It means you're automatically in. A lot of the kids didn't get in for next week. Still a hierarchy of status, you know. Good way to say that. Yeah. Cameron Young, who I haven't really heard of, he was uh, he played he's college ball player. with Will Zalatoris. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, so uh, so that would be kind of interesting. Anybody else have known Steven Yeager came over for the uh, Corn Ferry Tour? He has the most wins, tied for the most wins on the Corn Ferry Tour forever history. With Martin, with Martin Piller? I think, you know, he's tied for the lead with Chris Couch. Mm, okay. And he's good. Kind of like Crash Davis. But he is. Bull Durham. As he's gotten his tour card a, a bunch, he doesn't really do that well. And then he goes back down the Corn Ferry Tour and kills it. So, yep. Jimmy Walker, we haven't heard from since really since he had Lyme disease. Ever since he yeah. had that, that really set him back. He's at 8 under. He's only eight, he's uh, 15th. Look at anybody else of note. Um yeah, I said this is this is one of those leaderboards that you normally wouldn't be seeing any. Matthew Wolf made the cut on the number. Um, I'm I don't know what to think of him. And you know, he had some big problems last year dealing with uh, uh, the pressure of being putting in the put in the limelight, mm-hmm. the expectations and everything. And and he was very very adamant and open about it. Like, man, I have problems. And uh, so hopefully he can get his game because I mm-hmm. like the fact he's unique. He's got a swing nobody else has. Mm-hmm. I like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. By the way, I was watching the highlights this morning, and they had posted live odds. They no had, way. They had him, Carlos Ortiz, and I didn't see the third guy, and they had uh, bets for longest drive in the fairway. Really? Yep. And, and Matthew Wolf hit it farther than anybody did hit in the fairway. Carlos Ortiz hit a 320. Yeah, so, but anyway, but the live odds. Did he make the – Carlos Ortiz make the cut? I don't know. If he's live odds for today, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think he did. That was for yesterday, though. Mm. Anyway, and Sergio missed the cut. It's right after the Ryder Cup. I kind of get that. And he's defending champ. Yeah, Gary Woodland missed the cut. Um, that's – Pretty much about as far as guys. Zach Johnson, he was an assistant captain last, last week. Last place Ryder was? Cup. Kevin Stadler, 17 over par, 83-78. The only thing I can say is he didn't he didn't trunk slam after an 83. Yep. So. Hey, I've got a leaderboard for yeah, you. Yeah, go ahead. Can I give you a leaderboard? Sure, please. It is the Q School right now, mm-hmm. not the way the Q School used to be. I miss that a lot. It's the Q. This is the first stage. So so somebody like our buddy uh, Conor, Conrad Schindler, he's got enough level exemptions. I don't know whether he goes past to champion. Past champ, he might yeah. go to the third stage, fourth mm-hmm. stage, whatever. He's not going first stage. By the way, Danny Lee's out. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But that he was he was something for a while, right? 
So I'm looking at this leaderboard. They, they had it up at an Arcus course, Lantana Golf Club. And this is first day, so 35 guys made it. 35 out of 75. So your odds were good. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the guy who was the medalist. His name was Jackson Markham. Shot, six, shot 16 under over three rounds. Wow. And I'll give you one name. Major Manzingo. Ring a bell to you? Yeah, he's the coach's kid, right? That is Maddie, who is our right, social right. media person for the, for the Texas Junior Golf Tour's brother. All right. He made it. Nice. Shuttle five under, and uh, he's going forward. Scroll down to missing the cut was two under, or do not qualify. Let's go down to nine over par. Mm. 78, 73, 74. Would you take it? Just your average shooting, 78, 73. I would, but I'm not a pro golfer. But neither is Tony Romo. Oh, <laughs> he played in it? Didn't see that. You know what? It's almost at the point where his bit's not a bit anymore. Yeah, it's kind of an annoyance. I, look, I, I kind of like him. I, yeah. I kind of like him trying. It's what else has he got to do, and so I don't fault him for it. But, yes, it's not a story anymore, is it? I think he just Unless missed. I bring it up on a Saturday morning. I think he just misses competition. Sure. Right? Sure. So even though he's getting his butt kicked by guys that do this for a living, and even the guys that are trying to qualify on this are light years ahead of him. What was second What was second to last or third last? Well, we'll see how bad his score plus nine. So he finished 61st out of 75. Oh, okay. And so he beat, beat 14 players. Yeah. Yeah, see if there's any names I recognize that he beat. No. All right. Well, you're going to probably see more of that. I know that drives George Dunham crazy, and uh, probably rightfully so at some point. But here's the thing. Fans still go out and see him. And here's the other thing. In something like this, he didn't take a spot from anybody else. No. If you want to you want to fork down your three grand to play, you can play. Yeah. And so he didn't take a spot from anybody. And look, and he can go earn it the way he wants to earn it. And he didn't, but it's okay. Finally, uh, on the Challenge Tour, which is the developmental tour of the European Tour, it's like the Corn Ferry, one Alejandro Del Rey had one, two, three, four, Wait five. Wait a minute. That wasn't – that was um, – oh, it was a Swiss Challenge. Somebody told me that was a – yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Hello. Yeah, just move on. <laughs> Do I have a choice? No. <laughs> Alejandro Del Rey, take two. Had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight birdies, and not one, not two, but three eagles. And he eagled the last hole to shoot a 58. First time about, it's ever been done. How about shooting 74 58? How about that? What do you 74 58. And what do you think you'll do in the next round? I mean, the, the toughest thing in the world is to back up at an all world round. I'll be interested to see what, what Sal Torres shoots today after a 61. Oh, he's at a different level. He won't shoot another 61, but I probably I'll sh- I'll put the over under at a 67. But it, it's I would love to see if somebody was a stats wonk and and come up with what's the when you shoot an all world round, what's the average score on your next after round? That, yeah. I mean, very well. I remember Steve Stricker shot a 61, 62. I think. I mean, you very rarely see yeah. those backed up. But anyway. Pretty good stuff, ex-Arizona uh, State player. Pretty good. Yeah, and the only other one is on the Pro Tours is Jim Furyk. So there you go. Jim Furyk, a 58 and 259. Who would ever thought that? He doesn't have two 59s, it's 159. Well, 58 and a 59, yeah. yeah. Jim Furyk. I know. Right? 
All right, so there you go. That's a little leaderboard action that was brought to you by um, the City of Arlington Golf Courses, Tierra Verde and Lake Arlington and Tierra Verde. Three different distinct courses, all different price uh, packages, and you will love them all. So check it out, City of Arlington Golf Courses. All right, up next, watch a little Bryson yesterday, what I liked and what drove me crazy watching it. We'll talk about that next on The Long Drive from Crest Cars in Frisco. On Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. Good morning. It is 8.59 on The Ticket. T-Box, Rick, Craig, Kern, Jay, Jonathan. We are at uh, Crest Cars today. Frisco, Volvo, Cadillac, and Infinity. They have seven new Escalades that just dropped on Friday, right off the truck. So if you're interested, I would hop on Hop in your car and get over here as ASAP. Okay, so yesterday I watched a little bit of the professional long drive contest. Now, before we get to Bryson, a couple of thoughts. If you go to Adarnet Rick, I posted some screenshots of how Bryson DeChambeau did. But before that, when Art Selinger took over the tour, he made it a real event. It was, I believe, in Mesquite, Nevada. It was kind of on this huge grid. It had, it had like a top tracer. It had, it had um, um, monitors. I can't think. But anyway, it gave well, you all that stuff. And, and here's the other thing. They did it alternate golfer. Guy right. would get his six, and the other guy would get his six. And you'd see everything up on the screen. And all you want to see is how far it goes, what it looks like when it goes out there, the trajectory and everything. And, uh, and then all the, the, the swing speed, the ball speed, everything else. This year, it was really dumbed down because the Golf Channel dropped it. Now, Golf Channel was showing funny part about that, of by the Golf way? Central. Funny part. About, well, first off, they would never play it now anyway. They used to save it for Christmas. Right. And they would play it on Christmas. And, and you know, I, I'll give you a... A, a couple stats, I, and I'm going to be wrong, and Art's probably going to send me text messages and correct me, and Art, don't worry about it because it's, it's more generalization terms. But I think Art won in 1988, okay. the long drive. Mm-hmm. And somewhere right after that, the long drive thing filed, it went bankruptcy, whatever, and Art bought it or took it out of bankruptcy. I don't know the details, but – and he made it a real event. Mm-hmm. And he, he made it – I mean, he put a he put structure behind it, yes, right? He did. Put rules, like got a, a sponsor. I yep. think it was one Remax. of the uh, Remax. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, and he had other sponsors, and he made it a real event. And he got the TV time on the Golf Channel when the Golf Golf Channel came around. I think it was on ESPN for a while. Yep, even I think so. And they would he would film it now, but it would play during Christmas, and it became something big. And we knew the people who was that one guy who won all the time, uh, Jason. Something he was Canadian, yeah, Quebec, yeah. Quebec, yeah, um, and uh, then and then it was Jamie Sladlowski, Zubak, yes. Uh-huh. Then you had Jamie Sladlowski, and he made these guys, and they he Jace, Jamie Sladlowski was no bigger than us, no, kind of wiry, maybe five eleven, you know, one hundred seventy, yeah. And so Art did something. He made this. Wh- whether you think it's a real event, a real sport, or not a real sport, Art made it a real sport. He made it a dig real the long ball, yes. And I was amazed because Brandel Shamley tweeted this this morning because uh, and I was like, whoa, no, I, I didn't believe this. But, 
you know, Bryson DeChambeau's trying, in, in our minds, trying to become the first PGA Tour player to legitimize long drive and mm-hmm. go in there. Um, but hang so with, not to legitimize it, hang with them. Yes. Difference. Right. So, as a little bit of history before I get into uh, details on that, Art sold the long drive version of America or the mm-hmm. long drive world long drive. Mm-hmm. Um, he sold that to the Golf Channel, I think, five years ago. And they had it at Windstar a couple of years and somewhere else. And, and this, last year they dropped it. And they sold it to somebody for a fraction, a frag, a tenth, a, a hundredth. I'm not even sure who the sponsor was. And I watched it yesterday. That's how bad it well, was. Well, they, they don't have TV time. It was on YouTube. Yeah, it's live uh, YouTube so channel. As much as you, so what a shame the Golf Channel. This would have been the one year they would have gotten a lot of eyeballs on oh, it, right? Oh, God, yeah. And I even asked a couple of year, uh, last year or a year before when – the Golf Channel dropped it. Art, you want it back? I'm in if you are. He mm-hmm. goes, nope. Out. Yeah. Moving on down the road. Yeah, I don't blame him. So I'm thinking Bryson going to legitimize professional golfer, a PGA Tour. It's worth noting that some former PGA Tour players have won the National Long Drive competition. Jim Dent twice. How, what year? Does it say? Doesn't say. Okay. But he's older. John Kamish, who I don't know. Mm-hmm. Lon Hinkle. I remember Lon Hinkle. And Dennis Possum could all... Paulson could all claim to be the longest driver as well as some of the best golfers in the world. It was that was bef- back before that, long drive. And it was before Art owned it. Yep. And made it a, a real event. Yep. So it's a little bit different, and these guys are way different. You watch them swing. They're 6'6", 250. They're linebackers swinging. Yeah. And I was looking at the uh, stats. So Kyle Berkshire, who was on our cover last year, he's the reigning champ. He won it this year. Did he? Long hair. I mean, his uh, ball speed, ball speed was like 225. Jesus. You know, I remember one time James Solowski was on the Golf Channel, and uh, they had him hitting into one of the uh, uh, simulators. And he busted he through there. Put a hole right through Damn it. Us, yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so, uh, so that the ball speed, the swing speed, these guys are maybe 225. 20, maybe the ball speed's in the 240s. I don't know. It, it, it's absolutely ridiculous that these guys don't fall over. Some of these guys got really good swings. Other guys, it's funny, you watch them, they would rock. They would get this momentum going, and then they would lift up their front leg and just, <laughs> I mean, the swing is totally ridiculous. Girlfriend's watching with me last week. goes, oh, my God, that's the craziest swing ever. I, I know. It's, it's pure power. And they might hit one in the grid out of six. And I would tell you, if Dr. Tio Suriel was watching that, Mm -hmm. he'd be grimacing because you just know these guys are begging for an injury. Yep. Yeah, they would be. But they're in great shape. They train specifically for this event. And so... I wonder how much the money has fallen since... uh, They didn't say how much Berkshire won. I think at one point it was... Was it 100 grand? 250? Might have been more. But but see, here's the thing. You don't have TV money. You got nothing. Because Jamie Sedlowski, who won three, four, five... Art was his agent. Yeah. And they would go around and... His barnstorm. Yeah. Make make a a ton of money on appearance fees as being the national long drive... World long drive... World long drive champion. So, anyway. So, to give you an idea... Last year, Cameron Champ, uh, ball speed, uh, he led the tour at 190. Bryson was right behind him at 190. Then it drops off to 185, and it's it's still pretty stout, right? Cameron Champ, then Cameron Bryson. Champ. Champ. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So club head speed, Bryson was a average, average 132. 
It's club head speed. Most people, if the average tour player is about 116 miles per hour. That makes a big difference. Cameron oh, Champ yeah. was second, 127. But these guys were just kids. So yesterday, uh, Bryson cranked it up to 144 mile per hour swing speed, 217 wow. ball speed. And I'm watching this. Now, before I get into Bryson, real quick. So I'm watching this event, and it was kind of kind of haphazard. You know, they'd have four guys on the grid at a time. Right. It looked like on a, on a football field that you'd see at a high school. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of low rent. And they're all hitting at the same time. Yeah. So there's no intrigue. Like, you didn't, they didn't go down the line. And they all had to do um, – uh, they had to rotate. So they each got to hit from a different station. Because some guys, if you draw a ball, you might want to hit on the right. And, you know, they would say this – this station is way more advantageous than this. And by the way, I didn't see one lefty. Isn't that weird? So that was interesting. The top sixteen. Yeah. And so Bryson is up against some absolute gorillas. I mean, just crazy stuff. Yep. These guys, especially on one guy, he's beard. Um, he might. He was in humongous shape, but he was six six two forty five, and he had a great swing too. I mean, it was just. Just crazy. And they're starting to hit 400-yard drives. And I'm, I'm going through, and I put the screenshots at Arnett Rick on Twitter. And the first time, uh, I was, so this is the this is 55, this is the Masters competition, the Masters level. These guys are 55 years and older. The winner hit a 361, beat, beat his counterpart by one, by one over, yard. Didn't they have an over 40 also? I don't or know. They, these guys are 55. And they hit a 361-360. Wow. wow. Then, uh, and then you're looking at uh, Bryson DeChambeau. So he's in, the, he's in the deal of 16, and they rotate, and then they start cutting things down. He, all he wanted to do was get in the finals. That was the top eight. And he goes up against a Martin Borgmeier, just another moose. And they both hit it 416. Now, again, the... The measuring was off because they would they would hit the shot, and then they'd have to wait until all the balls were down before they could actually go out and measure them. So they were estimating it off the – this part I didn't understand. They're measuring it off a track man, but they actually had to measure it because the roll wasn't right or whatever. So one time – don't ask. I, I didn't quite understand that because huh. one time Bryson hit a 416, and then they had to retract and say, yeah, it was 407. Well, that's a big difference. So it it's this it's kind of yeah. kind of pretty inexact, right? But he's moving up and he's moving up, and um, and he got to the top eight, and he finally wound up losing, but only by a couple yards. I mean, here's the crazy thing: as hard as he swings, he looked like he was chipping compared to these other guys. It it was crazy, and he you know on the on the tour when he gets on a drivable hole, he hits he takes three. Full swings. I mean, I was like, "What guy? He's going to get worn out." He didn't do it. Really? No. Wonder if that'll it'll carry that over to the golf I course. I don't know, but he kept more of his in the grid than not. But uh, all you had to do was hit a pop in there. Again, finally, um, he lost to a Colton Castro. Bryson hit a four hundred three. Colton Castro hit a four twenty. Four hundred twenty. I mean, these are like drivable. Par fours. Remember, we played with that guy at Winstar that one time. And yeah, he was seventeen at the time. Seventeen. Never heard of him since. But um, he would. We would have, if nothing, a flip wedge into a par five almost every day. I'll never forget it. Uh, when um, 
who's Peter? What's the guy's name? Peterman. John O'Hurley had a yeah. had a B level celebrity tournament out here mm-hmm. twenty years ago, and they played at uh, Fazio the uh, Stonebriar Fazio course. And I was playing with Brian Pavlet and Sean Fisher. They each had won a long drive right. contest, and it was wild. They were driving every par four and three and four putting, and they just pick up their ball. Putting's overrated, mm-hmm. and they would just keep going. But there was that one. Like do, you, that. do you know that one hole? It goes around uh, the water, and it's so you got to kind of hit around it. They went straight. It was three seventy to carry, mm-hmm. and they both put it on the green. And both were long on the green, and it was like you've got. And this was twenty years ago. I know. This you is back when balls were different. To be kidding me. They hit forty-eight inch drivers. Everything was legal. Uh, but that's the part that drove me crazy. Uh, by the way, Bryson lost by a yard. In right, so I, one thing I do know, uh, when Art Selinger owned it, he used to drug test. Yes. I wonder if they did here. Don't know. And you know what? I don't care. No. You know, <laughs> quite honestly, I just want to be entertained. It's that's a carnival, it. right? It is a carnival. Yeah. So, yeah, he lost to a uh, he lost to Zach Holton 397 to 396. That's how he got bounced. But he hit a 417 uh, at the Ryder Cup. He hit a, sh- right. a drive, 417 yeah. yards, and he almost drove number one green. I mean, and this is what I like. He was having a genuine good time. Uh, I love the baseball cap on him. It just makes him look more yeah. down-to-earth, not quite so bro-ish. I don't know. And I think he learned a lot at the Ryder Cup because oh. the, uh, the crowd was embracing him. Okay, so, and I know we're up against, but hypothetical. So he's he's uh, sponsored by Puma. Mm-hmm. How much did if he says, you know, I think I'm going to the ball cap. How much does Puma say? Nah, we'll pay you to keep the current hat. I'm gonna say if I'm, I don't know how many hats they're selling. If I'm Puma, he had a P on his on his baseball cap, so he was still Puma. Gotcha. I'm thinking how many how many people are actually buying that lid, the other one. The Tam O'Shanter, I think they call her the Ben look. Hogan hat. It's it doesn't save your skin. It, it just covers your head. That's Mm-mm. all. You might as well just wear a beanie, <laughs> you know, with a propeller on top. But it was fun to watch. Wear a beanie with a propeller on top. Like, like I said, he, he his swing looks looked way more in control. Even though his ball speed was at you know two seventeen and his swing. So speed. could he have won? Uh, he would have needed some. He would have needed the other guys not to play as well. I mean, when these guys clock one. And so he, they were at their best. And here's the other part. At their part best that, and their, him yeah. at his best, he was not going to yeah, win. Yeah, he wasn't going to win. But top, So he's a major winner, a multiple PGA Tour winner, and he's the sixth longest driver in the world. That's pretty good stuff. And Take I was, it. I would. And uh, like I said, YouTube, it, the only way you could get it was on YouTube. It was a live stream on the Professional Long Driver Association. It just it just looked really cheap and good for Bryson. I mean, he come right. He had to go to an event, a charity event, on Monday, right after the Ryder Cup, and then he flew out to Nevada on the next day. The guy's a machine. I always his wondered. Back holds up. I always wondered, amazed. like you know, knowing my history with Jordan, somebody like Jordan Spieth, why he, I, we never can get him on the tee box. Mm-hmm. That's why, right there. Yep. When these guys were pulled in so many directions, when they get a free day off, they're taking it. I would agree. All right. So there you go. Uh, that was brought to you by uh, Crest Cars, Crest Infinity, Crest Volvo, Crest Cadillac. We are there 
today. We're Looks like they today. just are selling the last Q55. How about that? QX55. Yeah, get them while they're hot. All right, up next, I was had the uh, pleasure of doing something yesterday that I bet 99% of the Metroplex has never had the chance to do at a golf course. And we'll talk about that next, right uh, after we talk about the PGA Tour Superstores. They're our lead sponsor. And how awesome is it to talk? We're right around the corner. I'm going to pop over there. Of course you the, are. Yeah, why not? Kid in a candy store, baby. Yes, I am. God, I think I got this there. This is a, uh, a The new thing is like the small hoodie mm-hmm. to be able to wear play golf. And it's a little chilly at the Crest Cars, so I kind of put it on. And I got my 20% off. And cause 20% I said, off your first 100 and then you can also get 50% off. A two two hundred fifty dollars. No, fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Still twenty yeah, percent. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that would so, be a hell of a deal. <laughs> but yes, I'm all in. Very Just happy mention about the T box. And uh, yep, mention the T box, and you get it. It's easy as pie. And if you want to, if you've been playing golf for a while and you're looking at your clubs and they're looking a little tired, and you know maybe it's about time you get fitted. Get something that matches your swing rather than make, making your swing match your clubs. And it's $150 value. Go through your entire bag. takes about 90 minutes. And if you mention the tee box when you sign up online, you'll get it for free. Free. That's $150 value. Get the hit golf balls for free and try all the new cool stuff. Uh-huh. And uh, if you're getting your clubs regripped, you just uh, go over one of the hitting bays, and you'll get a half-hour free downtime. Just start slamming the ball. Boom. Just like Bryson DeChambeau. Boom, boom, so boom. So check it out. Four... Uh, Four stores here in the Metroplex. you got this new one down in South Arlington. You also have South Lake, Preston, and the one on Accent Drive in Plano as well. It's PGA Tour Superstores. They don't got it. You don't need it. Ooh. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, the ticket. Howdy ho, T-Box. Rick Craig, Kern, Jay, Jonathan. We are Crest Cars, CrestCars.com. In Frisco today, Cadillac, Infinity, and Volvo Place is hopping. People are getting serviced. People are buying stuff. People are trading stuff. You know, they'll, they'll people are buying. Dealers are buying out leases right now. So if you're maybe a little tired of your car, and you maybe saying, you know what? I wish I would have had something else. Might even make a little profit on it. So check it all out here at CrestCars.com. Nine thirty. Couple of uh, notable caddy changes. This is that time of year that tends to happen. People reassess. And sometimes the caddy wants to leave. More times than often than not, the golfer wants to change. Two notable ones. And we'll talk about that at 930. And then maybe one of the craziest golf bets that actually paid off when we mixed with Country Force. But first, the weather looks pretty, pretty good. Yesterday, we'll get to this in a second, played golf over at Oakmont, and I thought it was just going to pour. It was all intents and purposes just going to be a mess. I got rained on for five holes. Yep. I did not, and it might be a little thundery today, and then the rest of next week, in fact, the next two weeks looks pretty rain-free in the mid-80s, mid to high 80s, so that's perfect, perfect golf weather. So check out Ideal Golfer and Golf Moose, get some uh, pretty good deals on stuff. There you go. All right, so yesterday, Craig, <coughs> you like to, and rightfully so, talk about how your dad is doing. Mm-hmm. He's 83? 84. 84. He still plays golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, still works. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. Pretty good shape. Well, yesterday, I went out to Oakmont uh, Country Club up in Corinth because I was asked by one of my uh, friends I've known for 30 years, 
to play golf. I said, okay. And uh, go up there. And the reason we're playing golf is because his dad turned 100 years old today. Wow. Congratulations. I posted dad. it on Twitter. I'm, I posted it to where, at our net, Rick, what he looks like over the Dante Bassey. And uh, walks on his own. He's got perfect hearing. His eyesight is great. Sharp as attack. We all get like this. Hell, I'm like this now. I kind of repeat myself sometimes. Forget if I told you something. But <clears throat> he swims an hour a day, and he's been doing it for 50 years. Does the breaststroke up and back, up and back, up and back. And so it was quite a sight to see, and the staff at Oakmont was just incredible. He was he was a king. He was a celebrity because it, how many people do you see are 100, first of all, are upright, two, alive, and three, can get on a golf course and actually he actually hit some shots, yeah. you know, made the last putt. It was, it was awesome. Craziest thing I've ever seen. And I don't know what kind of clean living it is. I don't, it could be partly genetics. I don't know. But I'm 64, and I'm thinking, man, that's a long time. And you thirty-six know, years. Think you'll make it? I have no idea. And if I do, I want to be like him, because if I'm not and I'm just hanging on, I don't want to just hang on. That's to me, that's existing, not living. And he is living, my friend. Is uh, been married to his second wife for seventeen years. She's a spring chicken of eighty. She robbed the cradle. Yes. <laughs> wow. But a hundred years old. And, you know, I was looking at all this, and we, we had a group of us, and, and people were really nice. Um, we, I made sure everybody played a scramble. We'd all hit our balls, and then we'd, everybody, and then we'd just go up to the, the best shot, right? And if the tee box was too far away from the cart path, I made sure that he was hitting right off the cart path. And, um, and so that was fine. And here's the other thing you don't understand. You don't appreciate <clears throat> when you're playing golf and you see just li- you might say, oh, that course is flat as hell. Every course in Dallas is flat as hell. No, not if you're 100. <laughs> you know, there's the little subtle raises to the green. Sometimes you've got to walk downhill. It, you got to navigate stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So we went ahead and, and made sure that it was it was all good for him. But just the fact he's out. um, you know, my parents, my parent, my dad was 89 when he passed. My mom's 87, and she's got dementia. You know, she's got issues. And uh, her sister is 95, and she's sharp as a tack. Wow. And I think some of us just the luck of the draw. But watching uh, him soak that all in, I mean, that's a lot of years. I mean, he was born in 1921. Wow. And just... Like I said, you you bring up your dad all the time. Yep. It's like, man, he does this, and I so like, he was man, he's in got his, seventeen years so left. He was in his twenties when World War II ended. Yep. Yeah. And back forty nine years ago, when I was telling you about his swimming, mm-hmm. he went to the doctor, and the doctor goes, "You want to live for any period of time? Yeah. Well, you better start doing something. You know, you better start taking care of yourself. Really? And that's when he started swimming. Huh? And I said, you tread water, what do you do? And he goes, no, I just I do the breaststroke, and I do it for an hour a day. And uh, and he says he's got the uh, – now, this is Dante talking. Everybody <laughs> likes to embellish a little bit. No offense, Dante, but he says, yeah, the last time I went to the doctor, he says I have a heart of an 18-year-old. Well, maybe, maybe not, but it just shows you if you don't stay – if you can stay active and stay uh, present and everything else, you know, be mindful, it's amazing what you can do. 
yep. in this world. You got to have good genes. You got to be lucky. You mean you know, uh, you know, he's not, he's not driving anymore. I don't think I'd want a hundred year old driving. No, but uh, pretty good stuff. But I was really impressed. It kind of gives you a little hope as long as you we're still young enough that we could if we need to make wholesale changes, we have the opportunity to do so. Yeah. But anyway, I I can almost guarantee you there are very few people in the Metroplex that's listening right now that have ever played golf with a hundred year old. So pretty so you much got to do it, huh? I played the whole it. whole eighteen holes. Played with them? three holes. We were going to play nine, and it was it was long. Yeah, I mean it, it takes a while, right? You got yeah. you got to make sure because he's the he's the the master of ceremonies, right? He's the he's the head subject, and and uh, and and all, then a start, group started coming up behind us. I, I'm very cognizant. Right. You know that. I hate right. that. And so we'd let them go through, and they'd find out who, who they were waiting on, and it was a 100-year-old, and they were all happy as, as a clam. But uh, three holes was enough, and then it looked like it was going to rain. So, And he got to make the last putt, first putt. So uh, it's all good stuff. So anyway, that was a little uh, slice of life yesterday, and, uh, and they have a party for him today. i got to go up there about 2 o'clock today. So. Up at Oakmont? Up at Oakmont. Again, David Wood and his staff up there, fantastic Need job. Need to give us a good review on their food. I will. It's you know, Club Corp usually tries to stay consistent, but I don't think as many times as I've played that course, I've never eaten there. Well, so. Dante liked the veggie uh, spring rolls yesterday, and I even stole one off his plate. And actually, after he stole an onion ring off mine, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Say cause back when when Byron Nelson was older, and I I, when I was a member out there, I would sit and eat, and my kid was in a high chair eating French fries, and ne- every single time Byron would would come by, mm-hmm. he'd sit down and take some fries off my kid's plate. And my kid would look at him like, you know, you're taking fries. Uh And my kid's like, yeah, it's Byron Nelson. Let him take it. Let him rub some of that off of him. There you go. So happy birthday, Dante Bassey. That was, uh, you don't get, I'm not around too many 100-year-olds, especially one as sharp as he is. That's a pretty darn good life. So good stuff. All right. Up next, as we broadcast from Crest Cars, crestcars.com. Uh, let's get into a couple big caddy changes. Yeah. I was kind of surprised at definitely one of them, and we'll talk about that next. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, the ticket. Mm, caught me in mid-energy uh, bar. T-Box out at Crest Cars today. Crest. Eating on the air. Eating on the air, yep. I don't eat on the air. Crest Cadillac, Crest Volvo, Crest Infinity, right off the 121 in the tollway. Been longtime clients. A lot of people have come by, and they always are happy with the service. They're happy with the sales. It's a, it's a, it's a good place, and they have one of the best eateries going at a, at a car dealership. Yeah, we usually get fed, too. Yeah. Hey, uh, by the, the way, there are seven, seven Cadillac Escalades yep. that just came out yesterday. You usually had to wait six months for one of those cars. If I were you and you've been thinking about it, I'd be beelining here right I now. would, too. Whether you buy one or not, it's up to you, but you definitely want to give yourself the chance and not say, How do I, I'll come back Monday. No, Monday they might be gone. So I saw a comedian last night, uh, Brian Regan, mm-hmm. kind of funny, and he did a whole thing that he had to go buy a car. He goes, you know, you ever notice the car de- car sales guys, they'll never, they'll never tell you they don't have something. Hey, you know, right. I've got this car. I'm looking for this car. Yeah, come on down. I got to see one right in front of me. Mm-hmm. This is no BS. They've got seven Escalades. Yep. So they said uh, as of this morning. I haven't got an update, but I'm sure they have some left. So we'll mix with a country force here in a little bit. One of the craziest golf prop bets I've ever seen come through. Amazing. But before that, 
there's some longtime caddy player relationships, notably uh, Stevie Williams and Tiger for a while. Uh, Bones McKay and Phil Mickelson. I'm trying to think of other guys that long term, but one uh, it's been going on for a while. Jimmy Johnson and Justin Thomas. And Jimmy Johnson has been on his back for just about all of his wins, including a player's, mm-hmm. including a major. And it was announced on uh, right after the Ryder Cup. Yep. That uh, Justin Thomas posted, Jimmy and I had an incredible run of eight years together, but we agreed to go our separate ways. I 100% did not fire him as Jimmy came to me after the Ryder Cup and told me he has decided to pursue other opportunities. Nothing but respect for Jimmy and his wife, Jen, and I'll always appreciate all the success and times we had together. I wish him all the best. So Bones McKay, who left Phil Mickelson, or they left each other, probably a mutual bit, uh, he actually did pretty good on the golf channel. I've noticed that they, they've got uh, Jeff Wood, I think, is, I think mm-hmm. it's Jeff Wood. He used to caddy for Matt Kuchar. Matt Kuchar. These guys are really insightful. And uh, Well, last week, who'd you have on? Did, uh, or a week before, Mark Samble. Mm-hmm. Those next yeah. caddy, yeah, you know these guys know what they're doing. They know what they're talking about. They've been out there, yeah, you know, and they don't have much to lose anymore because they've changed careers. True. And until Bones McKay says, "I'm coming back." Yep. And Justin Thomas actually called him. And really? So, yeah. So what you think? And he was he wasn't expecting it. Now he's caddy for Justin while Jimmy Johnson was out if he had health problems or whatever. So so Jimmy is local. Very list probably I think pretty close to where we are right now, and I have respected his privacy. Yep. I went to the column to see what was going on. Sure. I mean he we he he's been on our show and and he's a really really nice guy. Yes, he is. Um, very, he's very he's friendly. the perfect caddy, right? He he's very friendly with uh, with um, a couple guys who I'm friendly with. He's very friendly with um, Joel Edwards, mm-hmm. who's uh, who we see a lot. And so I just want to respect his privacy, but I did ask a couple of my friends who are his friends, and he's like, yeah, it's time. He had some health issues about four or five months ago. Mm-hmm. It's time to retire. And I'm sure he's made enough money. Well, as they were talking about the the beating that is whistling straights, okay, players walking it, caddies are slinging about a 50-pound bag, yep. and yep. they're running around ahead of the player to make sure everything is all set up. Yep. And, yeah, so so – so Jimmy Johnson leaving, retiring, doing whatever he's going to do, um, that wasn't surprising. Bones McKay mm-hmm. coming back, mm-hmm. kind of surprising, right? How do you do better? I mean, obviously he's got a great bag here, but how do you do better than what he did with with Mickelson for the last 20 years? You know? Agreed. But maybe he just needed a break, and maybe he realized how much he took it for granted. Yeah. And then you don't have it for a while. And, you know, he's still broadcasting, so he gets to still see all the interaction without really having any stake in the game. Yeah. And I think maybe that's what he missed. I don't know for sure. I haven't sure. talked to him, and I haven't read anything about it. But I think um, I think he missed the juice. And if you get a bag like that, you get a bag like Rory, you get a bag, you know, Wills Altoris, you know, any up of Scotty Scheffler. There's a well, lot of play. Call Morikawa. Will Will Zalatoris and Scotty Scheffler could be awesome bags, but you can't put them in the same category as no, I get what it. Justin Thomas has done. I he's, totally get yeah, it. Yeah, he's at a much level. He's a top three bag. Uh, I would put Colin Morikawa up there. Yeah. 
you know, two majors. Yeah. Four four wins or whatever. I so there's some there's some depth out there and as Mark Samble used to caddy for um Kevin Tway. Kevin Tway. He said everybody knows where everybody stands with every partnership. Oh really? Pretty much. Yeah, there there's a lot of talking and you can tell it's like when uh my dog right now, I'm still dealing with my dog's leg. And when you see somebody on an on an everyday basis or something like my dog, you notice my new changes. And maybe you can see a little rift between the caddy and a and a player, and you're starting to see maybe a little yeah. friction there. And so you just kind of keep an eye on it. You know, it's a very closed shop, the PGA Tour. And you're when you're on the practice range all the time, right? You see all that yes. stuff. Yes. And so yes. I think, I do think that uh, now I'm su- what I'm surprised about is somebody hasn't nabbed Joe LaCava. And I guess that's still a tiger bit. He he caddied for he somebody. Caddy, while he just caddied somewhere. Some for a while back. Caddy. I know we're losing our minds. We're getting old. But we didn't um, we didn't mention Bubba. Mm-hmm. Let's do that real quick because yeah. that one. I'll tell you something about that one. I remember. And people don't remember this. Patrick I'm, Cantley. That's correct. Yeah. So back when Bubba uh, 10, 12 years ago. He was kind of the Patrick Reed slash Bryson DeChambeau. DeChambeau. He was weird. Back then, he was weird. Nobody liked him. Nope. He was he would cry on you, which was always weird, even though it was this big guy. And he was hard on his caddy. Remember, he'd mm-hmm. yell at uh, Ted Scott. Ted Scott a lot. And and I remember we had a we had a caddy buddy, Chris Maziotti, who used to hang out with us a lot. And very forceful, he goes, hey, look. Do you think Ted Scott likes working for Bubba Watson right now? Not a chance, but the check is worth it. Oh, my God. And from what I hear, uh, Bubba used to take care of him. Yes, and, and, and here's the thing. And Bubba that. has matured. Yes, he he's has. He's not nearly what he was. He's much more engaging. He's a nicer guy. He's more likable. Um, but you know what? 15 years is 15 years. Mm-hmm. And 15 years is a long time with anybody. And if you've been smart enough to pocket the money, they have made a bunch of money. When you're on a bag like with with Justin Thomas. You're probably making a million a year. Pretty close. Yeah, I pretty think close. so. I think yeah. so. Get a couple wins. It's 10% of uh, yeah. over a million dollars of a win. And The question is, when you make a change like this, and you're going from Jimmy Johnson to Bones McKay, mm-hmm. are you saying is – his would you say his game will improve his game will regress or it'll be the same yes <laughs> because no seriously no and i'm saying yes because golfers careers meander yeah you know sometimes like right now justin thomas can't putt for whatever reason he's not making important putts mm-hmm. what does that mean is that his caddy's fault is that his fault who knows right mm-hmm. but he i can't think of it if he's already personally involved and uh, there's a there's a there's a kinship with with bones mckay because he's caddy for him before i think he's in good hands what you don't want your caddy to do to be a hindrance on you and if he starts doing annoying things you don't want that on a golf course right and i think bones is smart enough and it has enough cred that he'll be able to kind of mentor justin thomas you know just thomas got double digit wins and a major and a players and a fedex you know he's got everything right but He's been around the block, and you hey, can always say, "Hey, this he's is got what a FedEx Phil, Cup." Yeah, yeah. And here's what Phil used to do back I'm in the sorry, day. I'm sorry, man. That's an extra million bucks. 
and Jimmy Johnson's Yeah, co-offers. it is. Yeah, it is. If they paid him the full amount. I think yeah, the, the first guy was Billy Horschel. That I'm was saying the first guy. He probably did. And, and, and you know, I, I w- if I'm Jimmy Johnson, too, and I'm looking around and, and, I'm, and I watch what happened with him with Polo Golf or Ralph Lauren mm-hmm. or whatever, yeah. I was thinking, man, the world's just different. I'm done. Mm-hmm. This crap, this this, Could this be. stuff sucks. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, and it was probably a good way to go out uh, with a Ryder Cup. A win, yeah, yeah. A win, and you know, you get to celebrate. I'm gonna say we haven't seen the last of him. You and know, I'm not gonna be like s- Bones Mackay. I'm not gonna see. He's not the. He's not that guy. He's not gonna be a, a, a TV broadcast. No, I don't think. But um, I could see. I could see somebody on the Champions Tour where you're not carrying the bag and it's, it's less days and yada, yada, yada. I could see him doing that. Um, yeah. What I haven't seen yet, who might the new caddy be? Now it's, uh, haven't not seen anything of who he's going to pick up. Who, Bubba? Yeah. Haven't seen that yet on the wire. He's not an A bag anymore. He's good enough. Mm. I mean, if you're an up- where do you finish this year in a FedEx Cup? I, I'm saying no. Mm, let me see here. I'll do that during the break because we're yeah, right up against I'm it. Say, he's not an A bag. Hmm. Well, better well, than most, I think. I, I'm I mean, not you're saying he, down the bed, he's so. not a he's a solid B bag, but I don't. I'm not saying he's an A bag. I'll check that out in a second. All right. Uh, up next, one of the craziest golf prop bets I've ever seen that actually came through. This guy made a bundle. And we'll talk about that next from Crest Cars when we mix with Country Force. But before we do that, Craig, let's talk about Addison Payne. Let's talk about Addison Payne and regenerative medicine. Mm. Look, if you're in pain, I don't care what it is. If you have migraines, if you have orthopedic issues, if you have arthritis, pain sucks. Yep. And if you if you have pain, whichever kind of pain you want, you need to get out of it. And what Addison Payne and Dr. East specialize in is in minimally invasive techniques They're cutting-edge regenerative medicine treatments. It provides comprehensive solutions for any acute pain or any chronic pain. So if you're in pain, I promise you, he will get you out of it. Go to AddisonPain.com. Go see Dr. East. I promise you, you will you will love us for that because you will feel so much better. And he and again, it's painless. It's easy. And he'll take really, really good care of you. His whole staff is awesome. His place is awesome. Go to AddisonPain.com, set yourself an appointment, and you'll thank us later. Nice. On Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. All right, all right, all right. I think that was a fun show today. You think so? I Have do. Have a little bit more conviction in that. That was being, a damn good show. I'm being hum- humble. I'm being humble. By the way, uh, Dante... Bassey and his son Brad got to hear the segment. They, he said he feels like a celebrity. <laughs> you're all celebrities. You finally made it, Dante. You're finally the man. By the way, if you want to see his uh, his um, his setup, a uh, hundred year old playing golf yesterday, go to at Arnett Rick. Uh, Corby tweeted and said it's better than ninety percent of the twenty year old setups I've seen. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> Anyway, uh, thanks to everyone here at Crest Cars, Crest Volvo, Crest Cadillac, Crest Infinity. Crest Pre-Owned. Crest Pre-Owned, CrestCars.com. Here, Kern doing Yeoman's work as usual. Crest Diner. Yes, Crest Diner. Uh, Back at the station, Jay King, fabulous as always, and also Jonathan Dodd doing those impeccable uh, tickers twice an hour. 
Okay. Uh, we're going to try and mix with Country Force. Are because we? Because they are on remote, but I hear the transmission might be a little cumulus quality driven. And we'll see. Are you guys on? Hello. Hello. Can you hear us? Hello. Hello. hello okay. Hello. Not bad. Not bad. All right. Not so Good. bad. Yeah, hey guys. We, yeah. We've got great engineers at Cumulus Media yes, Dallas. They are feverishly working, and we now are on the air. Feverishly. Well, very nice. Very nice. <laughs> um, okay, so right before we're TMS, we went to by break. Right before What's that? We're TMS, you. by the way. We are the ah. Progressive International Motorcycle Outdoor Show. Motorcycles. Yes, motorcycles everywhere. In fact, there's an entire showroom of them right in front of us. We're in one of the garages out here at TMS, and there are motorcycles aplenty. When's the last time either one of you have been on a motorcycle? Never. Not once in my entire life. I have, but maybe once on a street. I don't trust cars and motorcycles. That's a bad match. But Although, road, according yeah, to I'll our copy it. points, it does say that you can learn how to ride a motorcycle out here. They will teach you and. 30 minutes how to ride a, a motorbike. So maybe I'll uh, stick around and see if I can get some road rash before I go home today. You know what I'm intrigued about? The sidecar. The motorcycle <laughs> and the sidecar. Please let you get a <laughs> T-Box motorcycle and just have you in the sidecar with Craig driving. Yeah, I'll put my dog in it. Uh, you got to have a monocle be, when yeah, you're doing yeah, it, right? I'll, you know what? One day, <laughs> one day the monocle is going to come back. No, it's Trust never going to come back, but I will wear one if, I, if you get in a sidecar next to me in a motorcycle. All right. Well, Ty had his last uh, Ranger broadcast slash uh, Diamond Talk yesterday. Did you have a shed a tear, or are you glad it's all over? For the year. Hello on the ticket. What the hell are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? <laughs> we're, uh, we're doing a little microphone work here. We're, we're having to exchange some headsets, so we're, we're working through it. All right, so forget that last question because now I, I don't care either. Uh, well, Ty is currently <laughs> trying no, 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 to change no, no. his headset. So All right. No, I don't we're back. I don't care. Back. We're back. back. There he is. You do these things during breaks typically, was, but, you know, we go well, here. We didn't realize that we were in trouble until we got back. So Okay. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so we're last back. Week, no, no, no. Oh. last week, guy made a bet, an $8 bet. Went off. It, are you guys still there? Hello. Yes, we're okay. still here. Okay, this is this is not good, but I'm going to mention this anyway. <laughs> Whether you guys are on or not, I don't care. I can hear Eight you. I just don't know if you can hear us. $8 bet, 12-leg Ryder Cup parlay. Okay? He correctly predicted every singles match on Sunday. He bet Kepka to win, DeChambeau, Berger, Johnson, Westwood, Thomas, Cantley, Scheffler, Poulter, and McElroy, and, and this is the kicker, he pre correctly predicted the ties of Morikawa and Hovland, Spieth, and Fleetwood. So that's 12 winning propositions. $8 okay. bet netted $966,290. You're going to have to fill out some tax forms to claim that. Not a problem. I would not have a problem with it, but the odds, the odds had to be astronomical. They didn't post the odds, but I, I don't feel like figuring it out, but well, that's yeah, going to be I mean, ridiculous, right? 16-leg million? Is, <laughs> yeah. 12-leg. And the one that got me with the two ties. And he correctly, yeah, that's true. correctly the predicted ties. the two ties. That is off the so chart. So the question is, that's the one ticket that he 
Boston. I know. You know how many did he buy? How many total tickets did he buy? I don't know, and if Seven. I'm him, I, I'll bet less oh, than $966,000. Yeah, <laughs> obviously worth the payoff, even if he spent right. $1,000 on tickets. Okay, and so for a guy like that, mm-hmm. see a head, $8 bet. Is he a head or behind? Well, now he's a head. Well, again, he did bet $8. I don't, I'm not a big yeah, better in Vegas. 300 of those tickets. No, I can't and, imagine either. But he might have bought a number of them because you it's kind of like lottery numbers, right? You better kind of mix and match Well, that was the bit. interesting thing. So the lottery for the Powerball is like $700 million right now, six uh-huh. or $700 million. Yep. The odds of winning still the same. is 1 in 272 million, which means if you want to invest $272 million, you will guarantee winning. But you, what you're not guaranteed with is you're that you have winner. to share it. Yes. That's the kicker. And that would be my luck. There would be nine other guys to get it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still in the hole. All right. And the, so odds, you guys, the odds say, yes, you're probably going to have a winning ticket, but it's not guaranteed. That's true. That is true. Could you have 272 million combos? That's what it is. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. have every number. That's a lot of so tickets. You, Where so do you you're put all those? You would would be guaranteed to have the matching numbers. There's 272 million combinations. That's correct. Just not guaranteed okay. be the only one to get it. Yes. It might be Fair diluted. Enough. What do you do with? And the other side, who's going to print those? It's it's you don't get the 600 or 700 million, right? It's if you get the cash back option, you get less 60 percent. Or you get it annualized over 30 years, and then you get the full amount. So the question is, how long do you have to stand in front of that little scanner in the convenience <laughs> store and go through all the tickets? I would like 272 million tickets, please. Can you imagine how many times they'd have to uh, print out the uh, or put the new tab, the new paper in, you know? And so was, oh, my God. Well, that's a pretty good bet, though, and I would never, ever make How many that motorcycles bet. would you buy? Zero. Maybe one. Buy just one. Just because they're a sidecar just to have you drive, to get a side just driving your ass around. I'm surprised that more don't do that with dogs. I think that would be the coolest thing ever. I think I've seen one one time around town. A guy has a, uh, a Great Dane. Mm. He has one. Was the dog it's wearing cool. a leather helmet? No, but the dog Who's was. Who's that? It's me. Can you tell it's good or bad? Is, it, is that Ty? Yes. That's going that to isn't, be a That's drop. not a good sign. Sounds like Danny. I don't know. You sound better. Oh, kidding! Thank you. Kidding. Maybe you should just kidding. Just take that uh, take the headset home with you. <laughs> it's the key to my whole broadcasting career. No, the Great Dane did not have a helmet, but he did have goggles. So, hey, so Ty, um, I'd like yes, to sir. hear a major announcement right now. Um, have you signed yet to do Diamond Talk for next year? Yeah. Oh, they yeah. Re-upped you? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, so you're in. Yeah. Right, we, breaking news. <laughs> Until I'm told otherwise, I'm doing Diamond Talk. Did you utilize, uh, eulogize Zonk last night on the uh, No, you know program? what? We did not take the opportunity to eulogize Zonk. R.I.P. And when did he pass? Uh, it was announced yesterday. Did well. you, were you aware of Zonk, Rick? Or were you do you know who Zonk is? I was a fan of Zonk. I do Back remember when Zonk. I used to go to yeah. games. Yeah. I do remember Zonk. Yep. Yep. Had the little drum. What I'm bummed about, and I told myself I was going to do it, and I didn't, is um, I was going to go to a game this year because I haven't been to the new ballpark. Same. And I never got around to it. I bet yeah, you could have gotten a out. ticket. Stephanie and I have tickets for tonight. Whoa. You can have them. 
No, nah, I got something I got to do tonight. But I got tickets <laughs> to St. Vincent tonight. I'm Ooh. trying to figure out any way to get out of this. Rearrange your sock drawer. I don't, I don't think it's. Don't How think many it's fans happen. last night? How many fans were there? Uh, they announced uh, one hundred and sixty-three. No, well, they, that might have been the the actual count. They announced twenty-two. Ten. I think. Twenty-two. And what did it look 22 like? Twenty-two people or twenty-two hundred? Twenty-two thousand. There is no way <laughs> there were twenty-two thousand people. I'm just there. telling what you what it looked like. There Ty. are more people in in this garage um, looking at motorcycles right no, now. That's the way baseball go. It didn't look bad <laughs> on TV, as bad as it has. A real tight bad shot. So they never yeah. showed the foul lines. <laughs> <laughs> they only found the spots where there was like clusters of fans, and that's what they showed. But uh, that's what they announced: twenty-two. 22, because I remember that uh, Evan Grant posted something where the Diamondbacks might have had 2,000, oh. 3,000, and, I think and they, the ushers were getting mad because got, cause the fans were coming down as far as they could to the best what? seats. Like, who cares? Yeah, they so announced. you got to like, stay in your seats. Like, right before the game, they made an announcement in Arizona that, please, stay in your the seat that you have, have a ticket for. And you and he showed the picture, and it looked like there was maybe 250 people yeah, there. Yeah, but that was, that was, the, it was a midweek, day, day, mid, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, midday game in September. Yeah. And they both sucked. Against two, right real, uh, two really bad teams. Yeah, I don't quite, that was kind of, uh, that wasn't paying attention if I'm, if I'm their uh, club, you know? Just like let people go where they want. Who cares? Amen. But all right, go sell some motorcycles. We're on our way. We're gonna try. We got all kinds of good stuff going on out here with the motorcycle show. So yeah, let's do that. Stay tuned. We've got two hours of motorcycles. Knock them around. All right, later, boys. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Park, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound. A cumulus media station.